0: how's it going oh michelle (laughs) repeat that again are we not doing the song (laughs) um okay before we (laughs) hit the record button um i have a bit of a stuffy nose at the moment and a particularly interesting bit of um like a cough so i am going to try and mute myself whenever possible but i've also discovered a wonderful side effect to you know Um, being down in my health is that my voice sounds a little bit more sonorous sonorous Um, it it seems to reverberate at least in my inner ear a little bit better and uh, then I tend to put on a little silly affectations to either seem calm or uh, (laughs) a little bit more deranged than usual and uh, I was taking a bit from VeggieTales just now. And now it's time for Silly Songs with Laddie, the part of the show where Laddie comes out and sings a steady song. And uh, I was about to break out into the the song about the hairbrush. But alas, I think uh, copyright issues would uh, potentially get to the better of us. That's true. So, hmm. <laughs> dodge that bullet there. You need to do your yeah, we're not sure if we're going to do the whole episode of the in the voice of uh, good evening and welcome to our nightly program. As I call it, the BBC Radio 4 voice. It's very calm and very soothing, but perhaps not very sustainable. About five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Enough of this. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm sorry you're not feeling well, Stephanie. I hope oh you're good. Passes. I'm gonna make the best of it. Thank Stephanie. you. Interviewing Stephanie is an incredible champ. She texted me two nights ago, just saying, "Hey, I know we plan to record this weekend, uh, but just a heads up. I'm feeling a slight cold," is what she said. Um, mm. She said, "I'm feeling I'm developing a slight cold, so um, my voice may be." Um, um. a little bit of a stuffy nose so my voice may be a little bit off for recording I thought that was mm-hmm. a very th- yeah and I was like oh okay she's getting a little, a little mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then um, today this afternoon she texts me to say hey yeah looking forward to um, recording you'll have to tell me how my vocal quality compares to usual um, let's see um, a tiny headache is starting to set in but it's a small price to pay for being able to breathe in a less strangulated manner. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized she doesn't just have a cold. Mm. Not COVID. I'd like to clarify that. Yeah. Very upfront. I can still smell, and I'm able to breathe fairly regularly. It's just when I talk a lot, it's not ideal. So. He's a real trooper. Uh, yeah real yeah. tough real tough with that pain tolerance it's so. uh it's, it's 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 quite startling i think a lot of people who i was talking to would have probably given up but uh, yeah just, uh, yeah just, if things if things need to get done i just do whatever it takes to get them done <laughs> Color high water you know if <laughs> <laughs> you ever if you yet have you yet to admit to yourself to like look in the mirror and say i'm really sick have you had that moment yet like I'm sick uh no mm. I'm just like okay, what's the next thing I have to do what, what's you know there's always like more fires to fight with like, yeah. my work so I'm just and then when I get home that's when like the, the furious coughing fit happens because I can't even like cough in the bathroom skull because everyone will suspect that I'm like coughing yeah you know, definitely ill and you no know, I, I keep like my mask covered and everything at the same time I don't want to like spread any more dreams than I have to so I keep everything under like very 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 tight wraps yeah. so i don't you know infect other people and then once i'm in my car and my domicile i'm just like letting it rip and uh i think coughing. let's of that, my please. nightly sessions yes yes um i mean <laughs> who knows what else is coming out? uh but yes For predominantly sure. it is it is it is the coughing from my mouth yes what a, what a visual and uh yes it's uh my <laughs> to have to have a little microphone in my in my in my apartment during these uh, hours of the night or you know <laughs> that's why we wonderful. very far away from each other yep yep <laughs> just something else to remember me by you know <laughs> little little pockets there escaping from my body <laughs> even if you make ever, it that what you will even if you were ever in person I would just insist upon different rooms <laughs> no 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 you yeah 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 Stay there. maybe uh, different buildings <laughs> might be for the best oh no oh goodness so yes I shall be muting myself uh, when I have these uh, bouts of coughing fits so that you in Tara Bank don't have to endure <laughs> the same uh, amount of pain that I do. Oh, here we go. Here comes one. <laughs> I don't want to laugh. <laughs> there we go. The short one. Nice and nice. And- <laughs> okay. I uh, know I really hope you can get better soon cuz yeah. Thank you. Real really deep coughs and coughing fits like that is just I I don't know. I've had those before and at moments like these, seeing you, hearing you, it's just like Life is wonderful. Even if I having like, a great day, you you, yeah. forget, you forget how good it can be. Of like, mm. yes, I don't have severe congestion. I don't have this weird like sinus headache. I forget how many times I breathe within a day. Yeah, I, I can I breathe. breathe. I'm like hyper aware to... of every can... single breath. It's like that that song by Sting and the Police. Every breath you take, every move you make, okay. minus the watching you part. I, the watching part is yeah, um, it's yeah. a little bit separate. But you know, like the. Every movement, I'm like, oh, at least my joints don't ache now. They weren't aching earlier. I should clarify, but um, during, I think the COVID vaccine, every joint ached. Mm. So I don't have any symptoms of that. Thankfully, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I think it could like- be worse. I think that's how I get through. I'm like, it could be worse. Just hope it doesn't get worse. A flesh wound. The, it's pretty much pretty much the night, the, 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 wound. the black knight from Monty Python. Yes, tis tis must be a flesh wound. <laughs> it's a and scratch, a you know, scratch. It, you know, gradually becomes a quadriplegic amputee. Amputee, yeah, just yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not um, please, not voluntarily, you it's
0: know. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. If you've not seen it, please watch it. Classic. Please watch it classic retelling of um king arthur's uh quest for the holy grail yes monty python um but i believe there's a great quote that i like the idea has been mentioned many Mm -hmm. times in history but the quote i believe it's benjamin franklin about how you you really only appreciate water once the well is empty okay okay i think it's a good way of phrasing that idea of like Mm -hmm. um, you never know what you're missing till it's gone yeah Exactly. Mm-hmm. And water is just, you know, particularly precious. Um, yeah, considering the human beings are made up of eighty percent of is it seventy seventy, eighty percent? It's something ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So lovely. Lovely tublies of jubblies. Yeah. <laughs> Bubblies. <laughs> you talked about bubble tea earlier. Oh yes. Uh, the, the, Reason why I'm still able to talk to this day. Consumed vast quantities of bubble tea. It's we have some things enormously. to talk about. We have yes, talk about we do. Today. Can we proceed to those? Yes. I feel like I'm in a spiral right now. <laughs> I need to get out. <laughs> eat. Eat. Are you transitioning to eat? Jeet. No, you 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 do that. That's you. So. We have kind of two things to cover today's episode. One, I honestly think it's best to just open it up to you and Turbang if you have anything that it rings a bell for you. But words, coming up with words that is currently used and also words that you might like to exist, they kind of combine a few words together to create like a, like a singular phrase. For the example. correct term for this is called hollow phrases or hollow phrase. Hollow phrase, yeah. Um and yeah, one example I think that I came across when I sent you this email um was how do you do has been shortened to howdy. Howdy, yeah. Which uh, is quite lovely. Especially if you're from Texas. Yes. And if you're from um, Texas, some people actually just say get, remove the h and say just howdy. Howdy doody. <laughs> um, I guess another one could be you all, and that's been shortened for y'all, y'all. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I tra- was trying to think of other ones, um, but, and it's, it's good, not just like is it goodbye one, like bye, like, like goodbye. It's and like it's kind of like coming to like God speed and like oh yes, there's a couple of things within goodbye, and also okay. therefore bye. Oh, like God bids you bye yeah god bids you bye well Uh, you know something like that effect um and then it was like good day god be with god be with god be with you yeah god be with you and it became just goodbye goodbye Mm -hmm. Maybe that's how it was originally intended to to be pronounced um yeah and good day i think in a lot of languages it's saying like good dog or you know like uh you know god blesses you have a good day or something similar to that effect um and then of course if you're australian good i might right but that's uh, multiple words so maybe that doesn't count um yeah did you have you come up with any other so uh when i was looking this up usually it's like words that toddlers use you know Hmm. that kind of say like uh, if they say food Right, and they want—they're actually saying, uh, "Please give me some more food because I am not able to get it myself or whatnot." Right, um, but they aren't able to articulate quite so uh, well, so they just say one word at a time. I guess yeah. You also so it's, word it's yeah, time, the def- but- it has to be yeah, like a single word mm-hmm. that combines multiple things. So I I was struggling to think of any words but entertaining if you can think of some more I think it's positively delightful. I don't think it's just limited to English. I would definitely say probably every language has sure something cuz languages are obviously like an evolutionary changing dynamic thing, right? So uh Yeah, I mean I think like I think like you said the developmental aspect of it for like what how children use they'll say go instead of like I want to leave now. But sometimes, sure. it, sometimes it's literally is combining things like goodbye is God be with you. Yeah. I would, yeah. Or if you say no. <laughs> and that's just short for no, I really don't want this to happen. This is literally the worst thing that could ever possibly come into existence. Please, please, no. Oh, that's dear. Include- thank dear you God. God. <laughs> I think you talked about this in the previous <laughs> episode with um, the word okay. Oh yes, okay. <laughs> oh dear, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Um, yes, that that would make sense. Although, debatably, is that one word or two? I think most people would say one now. One now, yes. Yeah. At this point, all clear. I came across an example of this uh, from a coworker of mine. Mm and they did confirm that this is a thing in the area of oklahoma city in oklahoma mm-hmm. in the united states mm-hmm. and it is a single word this is hollow phrase and it's a question word and i'm gonna just throw it out there for stephanie and terry for you to muddle over to see if you can think of what i'm trying to communicate so for mm. example so i'm in a room and stephanie walks in i haven't seen her in a while and i'll say hi stephanie she was hi. and i'll say jeet the question jeet how do you yeah. spell cheat think of it as like j-e-e-t i'll say hey stephanie oh so literally jeet. how you're pronouncing it. okay and stephanie how would the terrifying or or say hey terribly jeet did you eat that is correct yeah yeah that's correct oh, it is a come it's a com- combining did you eat into jeet. jeet and apparently that is a colloquial yeah, it phrase sounds like a much more efficient way of saying that yes because i was thinking for myself and like my family and friends it usually is a full sentence of have you eaten or did you eat already uh, it's a full okay. sentence versus jeet did you eat yeah did you eat yeah and i guess well, it's, I kind know- of also, it's also kind of a greeting of like hello maybe yeah yeah I know in some Asian cultures, like, having eaten food or not eaten food is, like, a, a real concern, right, especially, like, I guess, in, like, the poorer areas, so you want to make sure that, you know, people that you care for, they have eaten, so that would usually be used in places, like, something like, hello, like, have you eaten yet, mm-hmm. um, like and instead then, of instead of are you well there's an action tied to it of not just being well but like how food can provide ensure that you're yes, well yes food food will make you well right yes. so like if you just like i guess there's a stereotype of like you go over to your grandparents place and then they always just stuff you to the brim mm-hmm. with like cookies and foods and just like more than you can possibly imagine cuz they don't think your parents are like feeding you enough even if they are right um, yes. but you know there's just that idea that you know uh, giving providing some people food is like caring for them and that's the main type of care which you know partially is true love and care would, you know other, other types of care would be also uh, favored but you know f- food is pretty high up there you know in terms of surviving in the world mm-hmm. so yep uh, that's an interesting one and uh, if you have any more um, feel free to shout them out um, and yeah, I don't think they're just like contractions of like instead of say shout shouting them out and you, it's condensed to shout out. But like if it becomes shoot <laughs> or or some other like very abbreviated version, <laughs> um, I think that's that kind of qualifies more. But yeah, let us know if you can think of any um, further ones, and we'd be delighted to share them with the rest of everybody else. I guess it tends to be also always linked to, uh, like conversation exchanges, not really necessarily in writing, right? It's things that it's when you're saying things. Yes, verbally. it seems to be more like a conversational slang sort of. Yeah, you don't really see it written affairs. books, or whatever. It depends um, on the writer, you know. If it's right. like slice of life, Charles Dickensy sort of type people, you know, they're given uh, reflections of what current society stands for their you know time Mm -hmm. but probably not in like a formal textbook of this is how grammatically it should be made you know um speaking of how things should be made Mm. our next topic excellent thank you our next topic totally different (laughs) (laughs) And Tara, you have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> uh, just, it's a testament to our friendship that I'm just, you know, I was uh complimenting Michelle's excellent segue. So something you have no idea about yet, but I just thought it was it was quite well done. And <laughs> she equally acknowledged in turn. And I'm just repeating the past 10 seconds worth to you of information to you. But I just find it delightfully amusing that we're just on the same wavelength that <laughs> we can still acknowledge each other's <laughs> I guess like
1: thinking a little, patterns a little, like, big man on campus, where we're heading moment. to like, yes. yes little little um, head
0: nod a little wink yeah a little yeah a little, a little tip yeah, a little of the hat there nudge. like I see what you're doing I respect that I see what you're doing too and I respect that I see we're we're on the same level here this right, is Stephanie's proceed. idea she presented it to me I presented this like a month ago or it's, it feels like a while back um, I'm gonna be honest it's just one week <laughs> Again, I reiterate one week to the day is like Swiss one week cheese. To the day you suggested this. Oh, my God, um, goodness. One week to it the day t- where we, t- tells uh, you how long my week has been, we had intentions of recording. I unfortunately had a family, you know, a phone call to do. Um, and uh, we didn't start talking until late, and then we ended up just chatting until like 1 a.m. Never got around to recording. <laughs> that was the week I thought that happened like a month ago wow okay all right that was last week
1: Fantastic. um
0: so the idea so my, my little segue of how things should be made it's the idea of fruit and there's this whole discussion of like what's a fruit what's a the vegetable well, there's a lot of confusion there but mm-hmm. we're gonna just gonna go with fruit mm-hmm. for now um an idea of like come like if you would if you could in a lab, synthesize your own fruit and how it's shaped, colored, maybe even grown, um, how it ripens, what it tastes mm-hmm. like. What would it be? I think I was really dazzled for this idea because of Roald Dahl and his like impossible inventions. Um, like the stoppers and uh, the gum that you can like eat an entire meal out of um so i just thought like combining very strange flavors or textures that you wouldn't think would necessarily go together so we're throwing science out the window for once I guess as we've fruit, done quite like the type. definition of fruit right it's like a it's like a seed it's a seed it's a as a, a product of a tree or a plant and it potentially has some like flesh around it that is flesh lot of component kind of seeds in We're not super taken up by like the tree plant part, the biological aspect of this. More focus on the actual fruit, just the edible component. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but in bank, you can totally think about the tree plant part if you'd like. I think I want Tutti Fruity to be a sort of f- actual fruit because it's it's got such a wonderful name, Tutti Fruity. You know, but it does what it doesn't is- quite have. What are you picturing exactly? I want it to be a fruit punch fruit. So like it's got all the flavors Mm -hmm. and maybe I'm getting the, you know, the, the, the flavor of tutti frutti wrong. And I apologize to my tutti frutti purists who are, you know, who are offended by this. But to me, I think tutti frutti has been like a sort of mixture of like the best of all the fruits, um, all the sweetness and all the, uh, umami not the right word but like zestiness of it um i don't know what it would look like it would look like everything and yet also nothing um it would just you know it would come in such a variety of colors but you would know instantly what it is based on the 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 unique shape um i was gonna say it looks almost cancerous because it's just got weird boulders everywhere Cause it's not quite a uniform fruit, but it's not, you know, like thinking, like it's got bits of grapes, like the bubbly bits of, you know, like the round spherical bits it's of grapes, like a conglomeration of different a conglomeration, things. but you know, like some bits are hard, like apples and some bits are soft and fleshy, like a orange or, you know, <laughs> um, but, but they all have like such a unique flavor, but it's all, I think I'm just essentially describing a fruit bowl. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's like you fused know. together in a single body, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and so like it has so much zest. For some and flavor I'm and, put off by that. And Terry, um, I don't know your thoughts, but I, reason, I know my. I, I find it like a, a hairball of fruit. No, not hairball. Like you'll get all the fibers you need, but it's not like the fibers you're looking for. It's the juiciness that you're looking for. Um, like it'll have like the. The sour-packed punch but of like each, a strawberry lemon. Again, I'm gonna bring in my like chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. fascination. But like, so you're saying like each bite is kind of different. Yes. You could get a little bit of a little bit of apple, a little bit of pineapple. Next bite is like kiwi. Yeah, it's essentially a fruit salad within a fruit. How big is it? How big do you want to harvest it? You know, you can harvest in the baby phase, when it's like, uh, very tiny. But maybe not all the flavors would be um, as, as uh, manifestly present. Like they'd be just very light versions. And then w- when they become bigger, maybe it'll become like basketball size. Like a, like a seedless watermelon, you know, those rounds, you know, personal size watermelons. Um, maybe that'll be like the, the ultimate growth size. Uh, and that'll have, you know that that's when it's fully mature and ready to eat, you know be properly eaten. and that's when I'll have all the the best flavors, you know, the strongest flavors, but not, you know, overpowering is strong enough. I don't know what color it would be. Yeah, is it the actual colors of the, of the source fruits? Um, no, that would be too easy. We can't have that. It would it would be a bunch of different colors. But like the parts that look like grapes would be colored orange, or you know something that does not look like grapes. Or the parts that taste like an apple would not be colored in the way an apple would be. My- Just kind of oh, yeah, go with. ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you're good. I'm done. So my color, I like that idea. I think it's creative. I don't know if you for me be able but out there with like the whole appearance of it all and like managing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. but i really respect i dig it i feel like i would eat it with like a like a fork and knife take like little slices and like cross sections of it can be kind of cool looking right yeah like yeah a nice yeah selection. that's the thing it's a huge hodgepodge of things are the seeds get it i mean the seed situation makes me uncomfortable though like are there seeds just scattered throughout or it's like still has a core the seeds are edible because i don't think there are many fruits worth eating if you cannot eat the seeds
1: actually Fury. no i take that
0: back dates and mangoes are pretty delicious even though you should not eat the seeds, because they're uh, not—they're huge. You eat the mango Mag- pit? No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Oh. They're huge. Yeah. So ideally, yeah. the seeds that are present in the fruit, in this tutti frutti fruit, would uh would be edible, digestible. No, I mean not completely digestible, but like you won't—it won't be a choking hazard. Kind of like how the light um colored watermelon seeds are edible mm. but the black ones probably don't eat those or like the seeds of a strawberry you know they're small they're light you know you don't really register them. or like even the seeds of a banana it's just built into the to the banana but it's not bothering your eating process right you know whereas like an apple you have to like kind of carve away at it or an orange sometimes you have to like poke them all out before you eat them. Otherwise, you just end up with, like, a bit piece of bitter bit in your in your lovely mouthful of fruit. There's another one. I want to improve the dragon fruit. I think it deserves to have a flavor for how remarkable it looks. Can it be, like, bloody? Can it be more fiery red and, like, ooze juice that looks like, like red blood? I have seen pictures of, uh, like, dragon fruit, which... If you don't know dragon fruit, um, on the outside... Name? Does it go by a different name? It's like bright pink, and then um, perhaps it's got like some... Uh, it has got. It looks like it's got spines on it. So Isn't it, it also was, called pitaya? Yes, I believe so. Is the other name? Um, so it's bright pink on the outside with a little bit of a hint of uh, green on the edge of the leaves, which yeah. surround the fruit. And then on the inside, I have customarily seen it as like white flesh, with like uh, tiny black dots of the seeds but according to google there's also the uh, variation where the flesh is not white but like bright pink as bright as the outside is mm-hmm. I have not seen any of this in my Same. life so I think this is just photoshop and it's just a hoax um, <laughs> but this is the blandest fruit that has ever existed so I don't know why it's hyped up other than possibly looks, antioxidants and super fruit, it looks amazing. It's amazing, yeah. But it just does not deliver on flavor. Mm. It's like less tasteful than a watermelon, which I'm sorry, I love watermelon, but it's a fairly bland tasting fruit. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Actually, whoa. Insult- no, it's got, it's got its own flavor. You it's were insulted by my ignorance of Harry Potter. Okay right back at you for this case of calling watermelon bland. It's not bland, I'm telling In you. Most cases it can be, but if you get it, you can get it pretty sweet with all that watermelon sugar. If you get it from high, if you get it from <laughs> 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 if that? Was so or not? But yeah, Waller great. County Warner, uh-huh. Waller County, Texas, specifically right. Hempstead, Texas, uh-huh. United States. Oh, they're legendary for their watermelons, aren't they? Yes. It's the a festival. Multiple festivals during the yes. summertime, you know, June, July, August. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. watermelons are amazing. But yes, you can oftentimes you buy a watermelon that's pre-cut from your grocery mm-hmm. store, it is pretty formidable. And you're like, what am I doing in my life? My right. parents once bought a prize-winning watermelon to put me into it when I was a baby. What? Yeah. Picture, please. I don't know if there's a picture. It's like you know, pre-digitized. You in a watermelon, like, uh, they they'd already gosh. opened the watermelon. You know, they'd cut through it, and then this watermelon was larger than baby. So once they had hollowed out the flesh, okay, they put baby inside, and baby fit. So adorable, so but also voila. You, you would get like so sticky. But okay. Yes, that's what baths are for. Yes, before bath time. <sighs> Anyways, yep. I'm sorry. I was just totally sidetracked by you mentioning that watermelon was bland. I was like, ah, no. it's not. It's not the blandest fruit, because obviously the blandest fruit is the dragon fruit. Yeah. So, again, I was just trying to pick a arbitrarily relatively less flavorful I'm just digging myself deeper. In I'll allow hole. it. Move on. Just move on. Move on. Yeah, first. dragon fruit. What would you like the flavor to be? You said blood red coloration. Great. Kind of like like a like starting at where a raspberry is, but like next level. In flavor or color? Flavor. Okay. And kind of Did you color know that a little bit blood or oranges uh-huh. are the same pigment as raspberries? And that's why in the grocery store sometimes you see blood oranges marketed with, like, raspberry bits in them. Or not bits, but, you know, it looks like there's a hybrid or something, but really it's just a pigmentation. Yeah, fun fact. Cool. I agree. Elevate the dragon fruit. My make-believe fruit, Mm -hmm. I would want to see just a game changer here. Mm. I would want to see, like, a light, like a cerulean blue. Yes, we, we, we don't have any, well, yes, okay, so you have the blueberry, but we need like more blue fruit is what you're saying. Yeah, like, and cerulean blue is like um, aqua greenish sort kind of an blue. aqua lighter, okay. clear blue, and very much like our podcast logo kind of blue stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Kind of like a light Oh, that's blue. like bright blue, okay. Mm-hmm, kind of has a glow to it. I'm someone, what would that be called What would that tastes like whatever it look like i'm someone who i enjoy sometimes the labor to enjoy fruits of your labor in terms of prepping mm. fruit um mm-hmm. but there's also moments where i'm just like i want to go in and just grab it wash it clean it as needed but like grab it and eat it kind of thing take mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it right off of the vine so i'm thinking something like a grape okay a little bit more juicy, maybe pulpy nature okay. that you kind of see in like a mango sometimes. Okay. okay. Um, Would this be what the th- juicy fruit gum is made out of? No. Or it have a different flavor of a juicy fruit. Yeah, different flavor. Okay, okay. Um, but I don't want there to be a messy pit. Okay. I don't want there to be uh, yeah, definitely either seedless, sort of just seedless, mm-hmm. or like you said, edible seeds. And I just want it to be incredibly like thirst quenching. So I'm just thinking picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm thinking like back in the day when I used to play outdoor sports um with like teams and fun stuff like that. Uh we would the the team moms would prepare some frozen grapes and that was the treat to yeah, have it's like a little like a little juice on the playing fields. Yes. Because like it like frozen in your mouth. And then as it melts it it like, really, you know, like you said, it bursts in your mouth and it's the most refreshing thing you could get because you get a bit of like juice in there. You get a bit of like the delicious tastiness flavor of the actual fruit. So it's not just like a standard ice cube. Yeah. Um and yeah. Okay. So it, it it packs quite a bit of flavor profile within size, just that small kind of like thing. a lychee size bigger than a grape but like lychee yeah lychee like a, yeah about that size would you need to no peeling just pop in your mouth yeah, ready to go it's kind of like a grape maybe <laughs> I, I think those already exist like the big grapes the big grapes <laughs> that are like taste like watermelon or something there are some yeah. that are like oh they have tastes like I, don't, I know there's one that tastes like cotton candy that's what i'm thinking of uh, su- supposedly but those are too sweet for me i think yeah and they're not as big i as want more of a richness the to big, round grapes. yeah yeah um interesting what if you had a what about like a, a fruit that's shaped like a vegetable like if you had a fruit that was kind of carrot or parsnip shaped like a surprise you're expecting Um, a taste and you actually get something yeah because i'm i'm all about like cognitive dissonance like you look at something you expect it taste like a certain way you bite into it and it's like not what you expected but not like in a terrible way like it's actually quite surprisingly pleasant but just not what you were you know anticipating um and so that makes it that much sweeter I want this to also be able to like, grow indoors with low light level. Yes, I think that'll be important for I want it to be uh, like a house plant. Yeah, I want to be able to, you know, make one because and I have not to, had much luck to like fruit flies and like those little gnats that oftentimes okay. smother house plants. So it does not leach sugar, I guess, right? Yeah, because the it's fruit flies attract the it's sugar like, it's like contained yeah okay and it won't like ooze out yeah I love it if you can have like a little little desk version you know you just kind of like yeah snack on it while you're working at your desk and it's pretty hard. and it grows back very quickly that yes. would be great because like the worst thing about having a fruit is that you know it only comes once a year so once you've plucked it you're done for the season yeah um so it'd be great if i pluck it and then within a few hours another one pops back up because so we can snack on it all day i guess are we counting tomatoes in this category like cherry tomatoes i mean they're not ex- exactly sweet they're a little bit sweet i guess they can be they're not necessarily grown to be but they do have the seeds inside them um or i guess cucumbers and zucchinis too Technically, fruit. I wouldn't put them in a fruit salad, right? Yeah, are they in your first, your first suggestion? Um, your 2 fruit. I mean, like a, a cucumber. I wouldn't mind because it's just that's just it's it's just water. Again, prob- okay. I take back what I said about watermelons. Cucumbers are the blandest. No, actually, I can have a taste. They have a really I like strong cucumber flavor. water. I don't really like cucumber water. Cause the... I don't like cucumber. I really can't. I've tried and I really can't do it. I think yeah. it's okay if I eat it by itself, but not if it's like, you know, if they try and put a water refresher thing and Have you infuse the a, water with cucumber. Have like, you ever had flavor. a cucumber watermelon salad drizzled with like balsamic vinegar on it? Probably at one point. Yeah. yeah, with the combo that people sometimes do. So putting watermelon and salt is another weird combination. But grilling sure watermelon. I get You've had grilled watermelon. It sounds so paradoxical. I've had grilled pineapple. I don't remember if I have grilled watermelon. Yeah, grilled pineapple I, I've enjoyed, but I've the grilled watermelon, it's kind of confusing because it's like warm and it has like the striations on it. Yeah, I think it's important for the watermelon to be cold, yeah. not room temperature for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how about a fruit that keeps itself chilled as well? You know, endothermic reaction with your tongue. Uh, so that it keeps you constantly cool. cool. Ah, ah, mm. Ooh, ah. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, all the double entendre fans out there. really wish those, these things existed now. but For now, I'll just go get some grapes. Well, you know, any, any future botanists out there, feel free to take inspiration and develop these. We'd like to hear what else you have. Um, what's another fruit... You would like if you could draw a fruit and then have it come to life. I'm sure this is a whole concept by many other like TV shows and uh, movies. But like kind of like the idea of like a flower, like like with the petals you can kind of peel off like that, and they just eat it, and then it's just in, as in delicious the as the fruit there, is. Yeah, there's like a fruit in the more of a fruit in the center of all the petals that are soft and easy to pluck Ooh, off. Yeah. Or, like, if you hold the petal, it'll smell like the fruit. Mm-hmm. And then you can use that as, like, your body fragrance or perfume or whatever you want to call yeah. that. You can uh, take that and then make that into your tea as opposed to having Ooh. to wait for that fruit to dry out and then, like, grind it up with all your tea. Like, it would make it so much more accessible to have to make your own style of tea if you, you're low-lit, you know, plant at home. Mm-hmm. can provide that tea for you instead of you having to go out purchase the tea dry it process it roast it dry it again you know uh, fire it so that you can stop the oxidation you know it's yeah. just too much going on for the average consumer if you could just throw in a few leaves and uh call it a day then uh that's the idea, ideal you know Hmm. yeah and Terribank if you have any ideas or if this inspires anything within you please let us know hopefully it'll lead to some fruitful discussions hey. A. <laughs> 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 but yeah that's kind of what we had to talk about today we mm. do have some music to share mm-hmm. uh, I'll start so a few weeks prior to this episode being recording, it's the is the was the 10-year anniversary for kind of her debut album, Lionel Del Rey's debut album, titled Born to Die. I listened to like the I remember for some reason, I don't know why, I think it was like a YouTube algorithm thing at the time, but sure. I was recommended the songs. Um like when they were singles like a few months prior Mm -hmm. in 2011 uh Born to Die and I believe it was Blue Jeans were released as singles prior and I fell in love with them and it was during a moody somber time of my life so that was my like emotional stage in a way Mm -hmm. uh a bit of escapism with her voice and even if the lyrics were kind of out of a forlorn sad love even though it didn't really resonate with me it was just this idea, you took like, the tone yeah the tone of it mm-hmm. um, and yeah like I said really just escapism because she was like kind of this broken-hearted M- Marilyn Monroe like Rosalka figure mm-hmm. and you couldn't figure out what era her voice was and I really liked how in her music she still does it quite a bit but she kind of like a jazz singer style where like she really Mm -hmm. would just let her voice go do whatever like in live performances she would just kind of like Janis Joplin would do just kind of go all over Mm -hmm. the place instead of just stick to the melody stick to being you know in tune perfectly uh polished Mm -hmm. which kind of added to the emotions of of like Mm -hmm. like the rawness of how she felt at the you know the given moment of the performance yeah Mm -hmm. precisely in some of the 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 sadness that she was speaking from so for this episode and I've not and I've been revisiting this uh past couple months and like I've kind of always listened to the songs the whole whole 10 years but Mm -hmm. I think with keeping in mind that it has been 10 years thinking about how they affected me then and like remembering that version of me which I think is just a really lovely thing that music can do we have talked about that multiple times Mm -hmm, Uh, music mm -hmm. can really um, be kind of a package for certain memories and chapters of your life. It's a bit of like a time capsule. You can kind of remember where you were in various points of the song that like trigger certain memories. Yeah. So that was to be kind of vulnerable. It was kind of a really dark time for me for other reasons. And so I kind of, now that I'm pretty well out of it, not too far removed because I'm so close to it through just like a simple song. (laughs) Uh, But I, and Sarah Bang, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I take the opportunity to kind of address that version of myself. And mm-hmm. Just check up on how you're doing. Speak to them and giving some grace. So like I'm, like I'm a dancer, for instance, um, and um, just like by hobby and passion, not even by profession, but it helps me a lot. And I, for whatever reason, like at the time, I rented out like a dance studio to be outside of my home. And I like mm-hmm. kind of like recorded myself freeform dancing to mm-hmm. other songs, including these. And I still have those videos and mm. I started to watch them. And I actually, it's literally like around the same time as right now of year. And I I live near a dance studio. And so I've actually booked God, a dance nice. studio to rent. And I'm going to Anniversary. Kind of retrace that ten years later and be doing that sure um the next couple of weeks to I'll also record myself and just like have that conversation so for this episode I'm recommending the entire album of Born to Die um hopefully you enjoy it as well in Bank, or maybe it reminds you of an album or a few songs that you connected with at a certain time in your life one thing I find quite interesting with Lana Del Rey's voice is that it's it's kind of on the lower end of the register, kind of like how Nina Simone, the Annie Lennox, can do that too. There's, yeah. but I feel like within the maybe I'm not listening to the right genres, and um, but I don't tend to hear a lot of female voices with like the deeper vocal range, as opposed to you know the more soprano, alto ranges this is right, kind of maybe yeah. right, like, Miley Miley has done some lower yeah well, but yeah no you're right um and I, i'd like register. to listen to a little lower register ones because i think that you know it's just nice to have the whole you know wider range so um if you have any suggestions for that please feel free to let us know because i'd like to hear some myself yeah. um but yes thank you very much for sharing um your your personal side of the story with yeah. this album Michelle um two songs I'd like to recommend for this week uh is uh one recommended by a coworker of mine um this band is called Krungbin k-h-r-u-a-n-g-b-i-n I'm not too f- sure if I'm pronouncing them correctly I believe it was described to me as Asian surf rock I'm not entirely sure sh- I, I understand what each of these words individually mean put together as a phrase i have no context for what this is it reminds me of like yeah. music i've heard when you're like really like at a surf shop or like at ah a, like at a beach okay. cafe like in hawaii it, or yes certain areas like that all right or okay. i believe the the way i look it up when stephanie mentioned this the band name is it is a thai word from thailand so it means like it's cozy what's it mean again i don't recall um, but it means something um so it's kind of chill, relaxing, yeah. definitely rock it has like electric guitar and a ba- electric bass. So it definitely has like American rock feeling, but then adds on this yeah, different element to it. Um, so that's where I got the surf rock from. Yeah, I could picture like playing in a surfboard store or something. When I was listening to the song um, that I was, I'm recommending, I think they did a collaboration recently with Leon Bridges called Chocolate Hills. Mm -hmm. um it sounded very chill um kind of like if I were to come home from work and just decompress entirely Mm. um this would be and I was like I guess that sort of indie chill individual or like feeling that vibe then sure I would do that but usually I'm not this (laughs) type of person I just feel very intense (laughs) on all (laughs) ranges of the spectrum so I'll put together another favorite um Sigaross, um Aria mm. festival is uh, my ending song for this week um this one is starts off very quiet and as my favorite cigaros um songs tend to do uh they have a big crescendo towards the end but it like builds up and you feel a bit uh you know, calm throughout and it's like controlled chaos as, you know, the the, the music kind of swirls and advances and, you know, increases. Um, but there's always that like motif that kind of stays with you the whole time. And uh, it's it's just very, to me, it's an eye-opening song. Um, and it's, it's great to like drive to, it's great to work to, it's great to um, zone out to. Um, it's a very multi-purpose song. So I'll leave you with that, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy that and uh, enjoy our BBC Radio Four voices as we, yes. uh, you know, come to the near at the end of this episode. But thank you very much for joining us. Thank um, you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Um, feel free to expand your minds and think of any other crazy possibilities of fruit phrases. And I don't have another fro- fruit phrases word. In- Festival. Uh, yeah, festival. Um, as we near the springtime mm-hmm. and uh, you know more festivals hopefully will come to fruition. Hey, I'm wincing. <laughs> All right, take care, Terry. Take care. <laughs>